the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance. Give up your heart. Love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with two movers and shakers that are going to be helping us understand a darker side of this world. And that is looking at missing children, missing people, and the ways in which we might be able to search for and recover them. Um, we are going to be talking about the work that Love Never Fails has been doing here for the last 11 years and um, why, you know, why we do what we do. And we're we're going to hear from the uh, the leader of our search and recovery division. And that is Monica Wilson. Welcome to the show, Monica. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And then we also have with us Walter, who is actually uh, our very first recovery investigator. Welcome to the show, Walter. Hi, welcome. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about, you know, first of all, why do we do this work? Um, What, you know, what informed the work we do and our approach? And then talking about the ways in which you can help us as we look for and love on uh, people that um, are missing. And so just a a little bit uh, to kind of start us off. So According to the FBI in 2021, so this this is a little bit old data, but pretty close enough. 2021, there were 336,195 um, national uh, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children reports for missing children. So number of missing children, 337 ish thousand. And, you know, and, and, and in 2020, there were 365,000. And, you know, when you talk about a child going missing, um, a, a large portion of the, 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 those that are missing are considered endangered runaways. In fact, uh, I would say the majority of those individuals are considered endangered runaways. 
Some are considered family abductions or missing young adults or non-family abductions by someone who is known to the family. But most of the time, uh, the individuals are, are running away from something, some situation, maybe some argument, maybe some um, abuse that's happening at home, or maybe just a, you know, uh, some, someone who has come in and preyed upon them and convinced them to leave under false pretenses. And part of what we're dealing with with search and recovery is um, really rooted in understanding coercion. Coercion is a huge part of the runaway, um, sort of the mindset of a runaway, especially one that's being drawn away, recruited away, groomed away. Um, and especially when they're being recruited and or groomed away from a foster care home, which we know is very, um, very common. And so I want to start off um, just asking you, Monica, you know, Monica, you hold a lot of roles. So you're, you're a senior, senior program manager here at Love Never Fails. You've been looking after our relationships in Contra Costa County, been helping us with board development and and just a variety of volunteer uh, coordination, but this is your new baby. And, and I know that you've gotten involved pretty heavily over the last couple of months. You know, what, what is your reason for wanting to do this work other than, you know, me twisting your arm? Like, what, what, why, why, are, why are you doing this work, Monica? You know, it really goes back to what you said in the beginning, over 300,000 missing children. That's reported. Yeah. Not, that's not everybody. So there's a right. lot of people that go missing. And this all happens in plain sight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, you hear the thing like, well, while you're sleeping, this was happening. Well, while you were living life, this is happening. Children mm-hmm. are going missing. Either they've run, like you said, either run away or being coerced away. And yeah. for, for me, you know, hearing that number, that, that overwhelming, staggering number, you, you have to go, I need to do something. And so, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's how I ended up at, at Love Never Fails. You didn't twist my arm as soon as yeah, you, I know. you had me a hello. And right. so I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm ready to jump on it and, and yeah. help out and be a part of this. So I'm so happy that this, this new, well, new for us, but that, you know, this new department or area of search and recovery has come to us, especially here in Contra Costa County, because, you know, it's it's us helping these helping these individuals whether they run away or have been coursed away getting them back and not only getting them back but help you know hopefully having a game plan or something in place for them when they come back so they're they're going through recovery and whoever's missing them is going through some form of recovery as well so for me it is just that reunification bringing people home and helping people that are out there that have that are in this kind of underbelly of a world that's going on because they're you know a lot of these individuals are our most vulnerable, whether they've run away, they've been in the foster care system, or if they've just been lured away via, you know, somebody pretending to be a boyfriend. So it's, right. it's just, you know, being there to help and being there to, to be a solution. Yeah. You know, um, so, so just thinking a little bit more about this, right. That, that was a, that was the, the stat for, um, the entire U.S., right? And so just thinking about this, bringing it a little closer to home, right? In California, just in 2021, 2,000 
92 children were missed, were reported missing. Just in California in 2021, one year, 2,092 children were missing. Um, there are still 1,700 of those children that remain missing. And like you, you had me at hello. When I hear that a child is missing, you know, I immediately, and I know, you know, Monica, you, you and I have talked in depth about this. I, I immediately feel the emotions of that child. They're in somebody's car, they're in someone's house, they're in someone's closet, they're in somebody's um, basement. Um, they're out laying up under somebody. They're being choked by somebody. They're being driven around, their life being put in danger by someone. They're scared. They may be convinced that they're doing a good thing for someone, someone who says that they love them. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the mindset of that child. And then the mindset of the grandma, they might be in foster care. It doesn't mean their grandparents don't care about them. Doesn't mean their aunties and uncles or even their parents who lost custody don't care about them. How do they feel? Where's my child? Mm-hmm. What's going on? And then those that are at, you know, in the custody of their children, of their parents. I've been with many parents whose child, right? And, you know, recently we got a report from one of the cities we support, 13-year-old that's missing, you know, was was just located over the weekend, 13 years old, 13 years old, missing. And, you know, and and, and so it's just, um, there's, you know, if you're a parent, if you if you love children, there's no way you can turn a blind eye and go, not my problem, you know? Uh, or, or maybe you can, but we're hoping today that you rethink that and and really engage your heart in this fight and um, and help us as we as we take this on. So thanks, Monica, for for joining me in the you know in the crazy crew that's out there looking. We, as you all know, you know, Love Never Fails has been doing this work for um, you know since the very beginning when my first student went missing. That's how Project Look for Me was was created as a as a as a, a project, really a program. Um, and now we've moved into being contracted with county agencies and city agencies to actually find those missing seventeen hundred kids. Right, right. What an honor! Mm-hmm. So honored. Um, and I just hope that we can be a loving. Um, place for those children to to run into to us so yeah yeah so okay we're going to take a break we're going to come back and we're going to hear from walter and uh find out what his why is and why did he join the cuckoo club with us so (laughs) we'll be right back and thank you for listening to love never fails radio for more information on this program visit loveneverfailsus.com that's loveneverfailsus.com We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. 
Are you struggling to find peace in your life or feeling anxious? Hello, I'm Scott Dixon, Christian humanitarian filmmaker and host of the Dove Teachings web series. Go to doveteachings.org to see inspiring testimonies and pastor insights. Next on Dove Teachings, we have Rich Kenny with the Paraclete House. You can watch this show and more at doveteachings.org. That's D-O-V-E teachings.org, where you'll find peace in your daily life through the teachings of Jesus. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today uh, with Monica Wilson and Walter. Um, And, you know, I should have mentioned this. I just jumped right into talking about um, what we're doing, but... You know, we we really have some amazing uh, leaders here that are um, doing this work with with uh, Monica Wilson. She is actually on her third term at the Antioch City Council, first black woman to serve on the council. She's the past board chair of Tri-Delta Transit. She was elected as the Northern California vice chair for the uh, California Democratic Party Women's Caucus. She's a graduate of Emerge California program class of 2011. Um, She recently completed her Walter Education for Latino Leaders Well Fellowship program. And she educates elected leaders about water policy, California water policy. She's just done uh, so many amazing bits of work before she collided with uh, Love Never Fails. you know, working on uh, police reform in most recently as uh, with the mayor and uh, the city council there in Antioch and also introducing a 24 hour mental health response team there in Antioch and a variety of kind of um, political actions on her part to um, make Antioch a better place to to play, lurk, work, live and learn. And so i um, excited about having Monica on our team. Again, we do a lot of work to try to wall off her work with Antioch, even though it's pretty cool and it's actually informed so much of what we do, um, just the insight that she brings from um, from that. But it's it's uh, it's a pleasure to have her w- working to cultivate this this new department, if you will. Of course, been doing search and recovery for 11 years under Project Look For Me, but now we formalized our practice um, with the support of Contra Costa County, and we're doing a little bit as well in uh, in uh, San Mateo County and Alameda County. So I want to bring Walter into the mix. Also, just some amazing um, experience to bring to bear. And Walter is our recovery investigator, and he's really focused on gathering digital information and conducting surveillance to locate missing uh, commercially so sexually exploited children, CSEC. And um, Walter has been a witness victim investigator for the San Francisco District Attorney's Office, assisting victims and witnesses of crime with resources and assistance in victims' compensation. And he's also worked as an RFA social worker to ensure that foster homes are maintaining compliance. And so he understands the importance of um, providing quality care um, we're, you know, we are a survivor focused organization 
And the things that we do are about bringing safety to children, bringing safety to people. And also we're passionate about helping organizations like Contra Costa County or Alameda County or San Mateo County with um, refining their processes so that they are survivor centric and efficient and effective in locating um, these children and bringing them and, and young adults and bringing them to a place of safety. So Walter, why are you, why did you jump on this boat? What was, what got into you? What, you know, why, why love never fails? Why now? It's been something that I think both in my jobs that were prior talked about, um, both of them were very centric about the clients. So victim witness was about making sure that we were trauma informed, making sure victims understood that we were there to assist them, to give them the information and resources that they need. And that was the same with RFA as well as being um, culturally competent, making sure that we understood everything that they needed to ensure that the kids that they had in their home were taken care of. And so kind of naturally progressing and looking at Love Never Fails, it kind of piqued my interest in terms of it's something that's outside of the abilities of what law enforcement could do and what families could do. But kind of like that middle person in between that can do some things that others can't. And that's kind of what caught my attention. Yeah. And yeah. And so just, you brought me to the, the, the reason, right. When we came up with the name project, look for me for our, um, for our program 11 years ago, um, you know, you said we're doing something that others can't. And sometimes uh, what I have found over the years is um there are certain ways that I can speak to a mom that a police officer can't speak to a mom. There are certain ways that I can speak to a, um, a child that a parent can't speak to a, a child. Um, and, and so I've found that it's, it's not an, or it's an and equation where all of us work together and bring the best of who we are into the mix. And I can tell you right now, I have no interest in running in and shooting up um, exploiters or, you know, wrestling people down and putting handcuffs on them. And, you know, I'm I'm going to get out your way if that's what you need to do. But if there is a child there um, that needs to be protected, cared for, spoken to, nurtured, um, I'm all about that. And if there is a child that's that's being coerced to be in a place where they don't want to be um, or that they shouldn't be, that's unsafe. I'm all about interrupting that process because, um, you know, as somebody as a child who was abused and really no one came to check out where I was, I identify deeply with, um, you know, that children may say they don't want it. They want it. They, they want somebody to come and look for them. And unfortunately, our current processes are really reliant on a parent advocating to the nth degree for a child to be retrieved. And if there's no parent that's advocating nine times out of 10, there isn't going to be the processes in place. As, in fact, Monica, did you read the article about the uh, or see the show uh, the thing about the missing uh, 15 year old that went missing at the Mavericks game? Yes, 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 yes. I, 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 you know, and it's, I read about it again, like what I was saying earlier, a a game where there's millions of people, millions of eyes, girl just, you know, 
uh, went missing. Right. And while she's there with her dad Mm -hmm. sitting in the chair, says, I'm going to go to the bathroom while she's in the bathroom. She, she comes in contact with some guy and she leaves with him. And somebody said to me, why would she leave with them? Walter, what you answer that question? Why would, why did she leave with them? You know, that's a very big answer. There's a lot of things that it's really dependent on each individual kid. Like there's a lot of things that you can entice somebody with to go with you. Like the whole stitch, they always have that conversation like, oh, don't travel with somebody with offering you candy. This is all kinds of different things in this day and age, technology and all the things that are associated with it, phones, money. Those are all great things that kind of entices people to go like, oh, I have more, come with me. And that's kind of one of those things where you just start going off that cliff into the, into the area of human trafficking. You don't, yeah. you don't see it until you're in it. And by then it's too late. Too late. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, yeah. And then there was like, well, actually one thing that came to my mind is as you were talking, I remember one time I was on, I was at work at Cisco Cisco Systems is sitting next to a coworker and he got this call and it was of his daughter screaming in the background. And they said, if you don't send me X number of amount of money, I will, um, you know, I, I have your daughter here and he could tell it was his daughter's voice. He says, I have your daughter here. And uh, if you don't send me X amount of money, I'm going to kill her. And so he was getting ready to send the money. And he was so frantic. This is a grown man, a businessman. He was so frantic. And he was like, I gotta, I gotta send the money. I gotta send the money. And I said, call your daughter first. Call her, call her number. She picked up. What the people had done is they recorded the daughter's reaction when they called her saying her dad had been in a car accident and then played the recording of the screaming for the dad so that the dad would think the daughter was being held and then told him he needed to Venmo money or not. He wasn't Venmo then. It was uh, uh, PayPal. PayPal is some money or no green daughters, green, green daughters, money. So what, what's to say they didn't say to her, your dad has just had a heart attack. He said, for me, you to come with me, I'm going to bring you, bring you to the hospital. Your dad is, he's in the parking lot right now. Um, someone was trying to steal his car. He needs you to come right away. You know, who knows what they said? You know, I got weed. Want to go smoke? Come back in? Does that mean I want to get trafficked by eight people in a different state? Not no. necessarily. I didn't sign up for that. Right. You don't necessarily know what's in everything that somebody gives you. Mm-hmm. You always want you always want to, you know, hope that someone's on the right side and has the best interest in their mind. But you also have that darker side of your back to your head that they are up to something malicious. Right. And that this is coming from an investigator. Imagine you're a 15 year old. It's just like, oh, he's cute. And he wants to smoke or he has some liquor in his pocket. You know, let me go get a little swig with him over here. He's going to buy me a beer. Who knows? We don't know. but. These are the, like you said, the tactics that are being used to prey upon children who's, and I, I like to tell this, like to make, we're going to take a break now, but I like to always remind people our prefrontal cortex, which is where all decisions are made in our brain, 
is not fully developed until we're 25 years old. Let's remember that about these children. So we're going to come back. We're going to talk about this whole notion of endangered youth or runaway youth and what that translates to in our world. Um, So we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Monica and Walter. We're just talking about search and recovery and and what is, you know, what is informing what we do. So we were talking about our in the last segment about this case um, with at the Mavericks uh, Stadium um, and we, you know, we talked, we talked about what might cause a 15 year old girl to go with somebody because she went seemingly willingly. Um, there was no missing person report filed. And I, in fact, they, they refused to re- file a report for days. And so the father went to a local nonprofit, very similar to Love Never Fails. And um, got their help in creating ads and a national missing persons campaign and just just really knew how to navigate um, the media. And needless to say, the child was, you know, was found. Um, There have been so many cases where the child is never found or found dead. Um, Sadly, we've 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 had a couple of actually it was the anniversary of one of the young ladies that we were helping to look for just this week um, who was found um, who was found murdered um, a couple of years ago. And then another young lady was found burned in, you know, in in 18 year old. Um, and these were people who were being recruited and ensnared in life. So um, this is not something that we can afford to take time on. Monica, what are your thoughts about this whole notion of, you know, she's a runaway. So let me, let me give you the definition, right? Runaway is defined as a person who within the juvenile jurisdictional age um, established by the home state who has voluntarily, voluntarily, listen to that word, left their residence without the permission of their legal guardian or custodial agency and refused to turn to their residence 
as directed by the legal guardian or custodial agency. And so when we hear that, it's almost like they're a runaway. Why bother? What do you think? Right. I mean, you hear it so often. Oh, they went to go be with their boyfriend. Uh-huh. It's almost being normalized. I remember when you know I started getting you know more and more knowledgeable about human trafficking and asking, and I think I was talking to one of our local officers and said, "Oh, she, this person, she ran away to be with her boyfriend." I'm like, "Well, how do we know this? Well, she comes home or she does." It was just so normalized. I'm like, "Why isn't anybody being you know more frantic about?" It? And I think um, we need to get people to to ask the question. I'm like, "Okay, you know." Why did she run away? Why is she with this this person? It's it's the normalization of of of, of runaway, and it's also um, I'm going to say something. Hopefully, it take me right back to where where we are. Um, no, I'm not going to go off on that tangent. But anyways, but we need to as a society kind of go. Hmm, do we need to have a second thought about this whole runaway to be with their boyfriend when it's this 13 year old with a 30 some odd year old? You know, uh, we need to start with the boyfriend, right? Who's the boyfriend? Where did this boyfriend come from? Do the parents know the boyfriend? Has anybody, has any of her friends heard of this person? You know, yeah. has, you know, has, has, has her behavior changed? Her, let me say his or her behavior changed. Yeah. Friends. We need to just stop going, oh, they're with, oh, they went off with their friends to go to the beach or go to Disneyland or go someplace. We need to stop this normalization of they went willingly because. Yeah. What does that mean? What does that mean it, it, to to somebody that's not knowledgeable about what we do, and they're kind of observing it? Well, you know, like the the the, the young the the little the young woman with the Mavericks game, where people, oh, well, she willingly went away. Went willingly, went yeah. willingly. We, what does that we, mean? What does that mean? What is that? Yeah, we, you know, we don't know all the details, and we need to question that. And I think you know we're so you know you hear what's it. Uh, if somebody's gone missing. The, the, high, the chance of uh, finding them is within you know forty eight hours. Forty eight hours, mm-hmm. and a lot of times things are delayed. Like you're saying, things are delayed. The, the missing persons report isn't filed, or the person that the, you know the father in this case, you know, didn't know the system of oh the system's not helping me. Where else do I go? Okay, this nonprofit happened to help me. This, you'd think the system would be in place to help. Yeah, and the system mm-hmm. itself can be tricky. There's laws on the books that aren't the greatest laws or weren't really thought through. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably, you know, as I get up on my policy chair, we as citizens really need to kind of go through policy that makes sure that it's not, you know, jeopardizing us. So right. uh, we need to ask the questions of when somebody's gone missing and it looks like it's willingly, we need to ask who is this person? Well, yeah. And it's kind of along the lines of what you, 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 you know, I, I read your bio and you developed this mental health response system. And it's almost like we need to have a runaway response system where we have, we have criteria that we utilize to determine if somebody is mentally well enough to voluntarily leave. Just like somebody saying like, I'm going to kill myself. Well, there's never a time where we're supposed to go. They don't mean it. Mm-hmm. You know, no. Now they they don't mean it. You know, there's a protocol where you where you start to go. So wh- how would you do that? And if they have a plan, it's fifty one fifty. Oh, I'm gonna go get this knife, or I'm gonna do. I'm gonna swallow that. Blah, blah, blah. They have a plan. I'm gonna go over here and do that. Then we know this person is is gonna hurt themselves. Similarly, mm-hmm. we should have a runaway response protocol that doesn't isn't just 
You know, I want to be with him. Well, who is he? What's he about? Um, you know, oh, he's 30. Oh, he you just met him on TikTok. Oh, you're in love. He said he's going to take care of you. Red flags flying all over the place. What in the world is going on? And then you just told a story about a family member who might have been, you know, drugged. Right. How many people are kicking it in a car in a park? How many people are at a bar? Um, for, you know, your young, young 21 year olds, uh, your college students or, you know, young kids in the park drinking Mm -hmm. and someone spikes their, their, their drink Mm -hmm. and they end up getting gang raped. They end up getting held up in some house and then they're embarrassed now. You know, they don't want to, they don't want to come home. Why? Because they woke up, they're sore. They don't know who who did what to them. Their clothes are ripped and they know something happened and they're just supposed to come back. And a lot of the time, like you said, they um, they come back and they'll say it, the ad will say like the missing persons ad. If there was one created, it'll say found safe. Yeah, I always I always hate that when I see that found safe, found raped, mm-hmm. found drugged, found groomed. It make it sound, it makes it sound, bouncy and happily ever after. And they went mm-hmm. on into, and, and there's all so much more. Yeah. People come home. <laughs> oh my gosh. It just blows your mind. Um, okay. So, you know, when we come back, I want to, I want to hear from you, Walter, about, um, you know, some of the things investigatively, um, some of the things that we, you know, when we're searching for people, what we could use the public's health with. Uh, help with and um, how we can, you know, really prioritize bringing safety to endangered people. So we'll come right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Are you struggling to find peace in your life or feeling anxious? Hello, I'm Scott Dixon, Christian humanitarian filmmaker and host of the Dove Teachings web series. Go to doveteachings.org to see inspiring testimonies and pastor insights. Next on Dove Teachings, we have Rich Kenny with the Paraclete House. You can watch this show and more at doveteachings.org. That's D-O-V-E teachings.org, where you'll find peace in your daily life through the teachings of Jesus. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio uh, today with Monica and Walter. We're talking about all things search and recovery. And uh, we are just kind of digging into how, you know, how many people are missing 
How do they go missing? Why do we not respond, you know, in a timely fashion? So, you know, let's just say that we get to that point where, okay, it's been established that the person is missing and it's time for us to search for them and hopefully bring them to safety. You know, Walter, you've been with us for a couple of months now and, um, and based on what you have seen, you know, what are some best practices around um, searching and recovering, searching for and recovering someone? What are some things that are pretty important that you have in place? So data is kind of our bread and butter. We analyze a lot of information to identify, you know, potential clients and or the locations. And largely as the Internet is accessible to practically everybody, you know, traffickers use that information to exploit their victims. So the post in ads and information. And that's kind of where a lot of our searches are going into is into data online. Mm-hmm. So a lot of information, social media, um, Internet, phone numbers, photos, usernames on all the social medias. Those are all information that even because it's very time is very labor intensive, takes a lot of information to try to aggregate all that information into usable data, last place of locations, areas they seem to frequent. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of information that we can use to start conducting surveillance to look for these individuals. Yeah. And so if somebody wanted to evade uh, our practices, you know, then the, or our ability to find them, obviously the best way would be to just not, just not be found, right. To not be present anywhere, anywhere digitally for sure. And then physically there's a physical surveillance component, but I think, you know, some of the things that, um, we're really passionate about are um, having a plan in place, right? Um, right? Yeah, it's it's you know human trafficking is a crime that's it's something that we got to be proactive about, and so being proactive is having a plan, having a care plan for an individual when we do find them. Mm-hmm. But it also means going out and collaborating with other individuals, agencies, mm-hmm. organizations that are either encountering or likely to encounter both those vulnerable populations to help us identify information, resources, um, connections or relationships they may have that they can connect us to and vice versa. Those are going to be things that can help us kind of push that relationship and get the public involved. And one way we establish that is with community partners and checking with media and missing flyers and getting that information out. And then that way people start talking about it and getting it out there. Yeah. Yeah. And oftentimes when someone is early in the process, um, you know, the exploiters don't want to get involved with the child that everybody's looking for. So they'll, I've actually had exploiters. Um, one, one mom, she was no joke. She went up and down uh, International Boulevard with her flyer and gave it out to every person that she could find. She put it in every restaurant. And she just let it be known, like, I'm not going to, I am not backing away without my child. And he literally brought that, that child home and dropped her off on the front porch because he was like, you're too much trouble. Your family is, you know, posting things all over the internet and the cousins and the aunties and everybody was posting the mom and the dad were up and down the street. They were into the media, the news, um, And I think that's what it takes. But what about those children that don't have big families like that? Um, Monica, like, 
I know you're nodding your head here. You know, it's like, how, how do you feel? What should we be doing for them? I mean, thankfully, there's organizations like Love Never Fails that that's that's there looking out for them. That that we need to be the voice of all. You know, it's it's there's so many you know for for the ones that have people out there looking for you know for the maybe every one there has that has somebody out there looking for them. There's ten out there that nobody is really looking for, and that's what a lot of the traffickers um, depend on. They're like, let me grab somebody that nobody's really going to miss or mm-hmm. really going to notice is gone. And we, you know, we need to be hypervigilant and, and, you know, organizations like ours are going, you know, are going out into the community, talking to schools, talking to parents, talking to community members. Hey, this is something that's happening. Even educating um, not only teachers, but organizations that work directly with, with, with our youth on here are some signs. Yeah. Looking for here's some, if here's some red flags you know, all of a sudden, you know, has expensive items such as jewelry or makeup or all of a sudden coming to coming to school or coming to uh, uh, whether it's a club or someplace um, where it's 90 degrees and they're wearing like a down jacket or, or they're trying to cover up something. Just noticing behavior and being able to speak up and say, at least is everything OK or do I, you know, it's, it's you know, I'm here for you. Just um I, the work that we're doing on the other, I mean, we have search and recovery, the work that we're doing on the other side on the education piece of community and the schools and people that come in contact, which is, is so vitally important because those are line of defense for the, for our, our young ones who go missing that nobody's asking about. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. A teacher that may care like, Hey, this is my student. She's been an A student. Maybe don't talk a lot, but all of a sudden she's missing. Or all of a sudden there's this, this weird behavior happening. I need to, and I've established this good rapport, hopefully a good rapport with my student. I can, that they feel open to talk to me, or I can, I can step up and say something like, Hey, let me call law enforcement. Let me call an agency that specializes in this to, to help step in and say, Hey, this is something's going on. And I, I, I want to step in before this, this, this young person's gone. Yeah. No, I've seen that detect early detection on the part of the teachers. Actually, I had, couple of teachers where they noticed that their that their um, student was being groomed. Some of them, you know, were participants in our protect program. Some of them were participants in word on the street, different different educational platforms that they might have where they became aware of what the red flags were. And they're like, okay, she has two phones now. And, and, um, you know, all of a sudden she's changed her language and she's changed her dress and she's coming in here and sleeping all day or she smells like, you know, she just finished smoking and, and, you know, she's one, one student, uh, this was in Fremont. She was coming into class, rolling in her suitcase. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, and so the point is she's not yet missing. Let's grab her now. Let's, let's intervene now while she's rolling in the suitcase because she's rolling in the suitcase because she's not yet um, broken to the level where, the exploiter wants to say, I'm taking you out of school and out of your uh, home yet. Maybe she's still living at home with parents and trying not to raise the chronic absenteeism red flag with the school district. So she's still coming to school. She's rolling in her suitcase because she got to go work, you know, be exploited all night. Right. And then she's sleeping all day. And the teacher said, I knew something was wrong. I just didn't know what it was. You know, so 
So thinking a little bit about that, Walter, you know, when you have encountered like you're going on these different sites and you're looking for uh, missing people and missing children, um, is there a trend or anything that, you know, just breaks your heart about what you as you're investigating? Like, how do you handle all of this? I think it's just making sure that at the end of the day, you know, you're doing something towards helping look for this child and look for the minor, that there's somebody looking for them. I think in the back of the head, you see a lot of things on the streets. You see a lot of information, a lot of missing children, things that just don't go well. But when you have that information and you're doing what you can to look for an individual, I think at the end of the day, that's what makes the best is that you're underwear and making sure that you see everything that you can take into information, see the differences between what you can and can't do and make the best effort you can do that. Make the best effort you can. Yes. So we want to invite you. Um, we have a Facebook um, page called project look for me, where we post um, flyers of missing children. We want to invite you to check that out and help us help us find missing children and young adults um, so that we can bring them to a place of safety. And so we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about things that are going on in the community. Thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. We'll be right back. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We, again, have had a great time talking to Monica and Walter here about search and recovery. Thank you again for all that you do to um, serve such a vulnerable um, group of, of, of precious young people that we look for. Thank you, Monica. Thank you, Walter. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, well, as we continue our journey, we want to invite you to participate with us in a variety of ways. First of all, if you are an employer that it has openings either in customer service, sales, project management, or even a technician position, uh, we are looking for uh, you to participate in an upcoming event on June 15th. It's our Juneteenth event, and it is called. Um, it is called Bay Area Bridge Makers in celebration of Juneteenth. We are going to have 20 of our IT biz graduates 
and there. And they are, we're hoping that we can find 20 employers to do a speed interviewing with them from the um, hour of 4 to 6 p.m. And then we are going to have a panel discussion and a networking hour for 21-year-olds and above uh, from 6 to 8 p.m. That is going to be at Coco Noir Wine Shop and Bar on 13th Street in Oakland. It is an invitation-only event. And so what I'd love for you to do is if you are an employer, once again, that wants to participate in this event, please reach out to me. And you can do that by emailing Vanessa at loveneverfailsus.com. Again, we'll have 20 of our graduates from IT Biz in sales, project management, uh, customer service, and in tech who are ready to start their careers and hopefully with your organization. So please reach out to me, Vanessa at loveneverfailsus.com, or you can call me at 628-400-9230. So um, we have that event going on. also want to invite you out to our community engagement center, which is open from 12 to 5 p.m. And Monday through Friday, we have free business attire. We have toiletries. We have a a lab, a tech lab there. We have um, Department of Rehabilitation um, Services. Um, We are a certified vendor there. We also have um, workforce development services. We help with resume writing, interviewing techniques, all at that location. And that is 22580 Grand Street in the city of Hayward, California. And again, 12 to 5 p.m. Ask for Sandy. Say, Sandy, Vanessa said, you got all kinds of goodies for me. Go out, go ahead on in there. She'll just have a good laugh with you. Um, and then, of course, I um, wanted you to just be aware of our social media presence. Um, we have our loveneverfailsus.com website. We also are on um, Instagram, Love Never Fails Us. And uh, Facebook, Love Never Fails fan page, Twitter, Love Never Fails 5. And guess what? We're in the process of starting our own TikTok page. So we figure, you know what? There's a lot of crazy stuff going on on TikTok. Um, We want to be a part of the good part, the tech for good. And so we want to um, put some education out there, make sure people are aware of what we are doing. Um, and uh, what ways that they can protect themselves from human trafficking and their children um, and or kids protecting kids, right? Teens protecting teens. I don't know about you all, but I got a 14-year-old at home and a 15-year-old, and they serious about their friends. If their friends are in trouble, they will make sure they get all up on their friends and go, hey, stop. This is not going to work. This is not the business. So we're hoping that we can get more young people to advocate for one another through um, uh, our TikTok channel. Um, Also wanted to just make sure that you're aware of a couple other events uh, that are going on in the community. Uh, We have um, an event that is coming up later this year, and we don't have the, the actual time marked yet, but we will be doing a Tech 101 class um, in the city of, of Hayward. And we invite you to reach out to Davina for more information on that Tech 101 class. It will be in person again at our community engagement center. Um, I think that's about it. But I just, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Walter and Monica, thank you for being with us. 
And of course, I want to make sure that you know, if you haven't heard it before, or if you need to hear it again, I want to make sure that you know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.